0: So, um, can we get to um, can we get to the the woman now? Thank you. That still has all of her male junk. Uh, well,
1: I uh, look there is a transition going on mm-hmm. in a
0: physical sense, but mm-hmm. she's always been a woman. Of course, she has. Mm-hmm. So she went into a um, she went into a, a salon. Mm-hmm. and said I want my junk waxed and they were like we don't do that uh for guy parts and <gasps> guy parts these How are women parts dare you jessica so,
1: Yaniv. Mm-hmm. yes she is uh, up in canada mm-hmm. and she went to uh get her junk waxed and they said no and they they said we they, we don't really do that for 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 men and that was a big controversy she filed a a claim uh, in uh in the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal. Because no. when the human rights you think of, don't I have a right, a human, fundamental human right to have to my wax? junk wax. Uh, and, yeah. of course, the answer to that is yes. But yeah. this particular
0: no. dumb court. This is surprising. This is coming from
1: Canada. Because they're really extreme on this stuff. So bad. Really extreme. Yeah. I mean, they've done terrible things to people for just speaking out. I mean, yeah. you know, look what they were trying to do to Jordan Peterson. Uh, I mean, Right. Um, so this is uh, uh, was a surprise in which they actually threw the 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 case out. She wanted to get uh, something like five hundred thousand um, dollars, but that did not that did not happen. Um, in fact, Yaniv was actually ordered to pay two thousand dollars to each of the three uh, uh, to three of four clients represented uh, because of uh, improper conduct. So that's how mm-hmm. that case wound up. And look, the Jessica Yaniv parts of our lives was over.
0: Mm-hmm. It's over. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to we think have about to think that think anymore. About her anymore. And Andy,
1: you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. I really don't yes. want to think about it anymore. Right. However, there's a new development in the story. Now, this is where it gets complex. This is where <laughs> yeah. you're not sure which way to go. You tell me, think about this as we go through the story. Which way does the media go on this? They don't Which, know. Do, which way does Alexandria Casio cortez
0: Go on this story. See, we're consistent. We say we're against it. Yeah. It's easy. It's It's easy. Doesn't take any thought. Imagine the wood and coal that needs to be shoveled into (laughs) Cortez's head Mm -hmm. uh, just to to have the power to compute all of the possibilities. So Jessica Yaniv went to the She Point
1: Beauty Salon. The She Point. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she went in there, mm-hmm. wanted some waxing done, mm-hmm. and asked to uh, get her legs waxed mm-hmm. in private. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she wanted, obviously, to have her pants down during this uh, procedure. Now, the waxing situation, again, I would not like to force you to think about it anymore, but it's important to this story mm-hmm. because of the w- reason that the salon refused to do it because now there's a new case she's brought uh jessica's brought in front of the court the reason was a religious objection so they said they would not wax hers.
0: her i'm sorry i thought we were talking no. about jessica yes
1: yeah his her. oh sorry hers his. okay um ...would not wax them in this way because they, it violated their religious principles. So now you have the media who's saying, okay... You've got this wonderful transgendered woman who just needs some waxing done and is and against some evil Christian bastard religious right. extremists who won't help them. Correct. We know what side That's easy AOC. That's not what this of. is. However,
0: mm-hmm. is it it's not a Christian. Is it Islam? Is it Islam? Because that would make their heads pop. They if it was what,
1: Islam. Yeah. They very well might be on the side of the salon owner, right? Because that religious ext- uh, uh, extremism isn't extreme. That's right. normal. That's it's normal. okay, and yeah. should be
0: respected. So, they, but it would it would it would be really difficult. They would really have to choose. But this is the complication. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. the salon owner is of the Sikh persuasion. So now you have mm. India being a capitalist country. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But a person of color. Person of color mm-hmm. versus and, and a white the, and, transgendered right man to woman, right? And you also have you also have them from the uh from the uh mm-hmm. the Punjab area. It is the Punjab. That's a good point, Glenn. So, I'm glad you brought up Punjab because it is because from the Punjab area.
1: That's what and there's it, there's something incredibly there's... relevant to this story
0: when you right. talk about Punjab. Right. I'm I'm asking mm-hmm. I'm asking you for a a. a and a, you're from Punjab, right. so I mean,
1: I would think that that it actually feels like a good name for like on the menu right. of selections you can get like waxing the legs. <laughs> stop. And stop, stop.
0: I'm just saying the it's name so of the right, town. Right, I got that it. The, I I got it. The That's a whole region. Was, was in the region, of, right? The, the whole region there mm-hmm. of the Punjab, okay. and uh, so of the so
1: where do you come t- down when it's Jessica Yaniv versus okay. the people of Punjab. All right.
0: Now, if you're in the media, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Okay. Now, let me add, let me take you back to an earlier story from earlier on the program. Mm. Okay. Remember I told you about the British astronaut that, yes, take a moment to process that. Who knew? <laughs> but Brit- the British have an astronaut, mm-hmm. or maybe even two, and uh, one of them said, There are aliens, and they're living among us, and they're invisible.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Now, what about the possibility of aliens living among us, and they're not invisible? Okay. What would you say if I suggested to you that perhaps everyone in the media is an alien? Everyone in the media? Well, maybe not everyone in the media. But they just look like a lot of them. Look look like just like us, but they're not alien. Right. Now, if I said to you and I could show you photo, I could take you to it and I Mm -hmm. could prove that it was otherworldly. Okay. If I could take you to the site of a giant spaceship Mm -hmm. that had room for a thousand aliens, and in there were nothing but books about journalism. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> yeah. I had no other proof. There's nobody at the ship. Mm-hmm. It crashed maybe 40 years ago, 20 years ago, and it crashed, and we just discovered the ship and riddled with journalism books. Would you be willing to accept pretty quickly? That explains it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we haven't even
1: found the ship. I'm pretty much there. <laughs> exactly right exactly right so i have a thesis here and i'd like to get your um percentage of possibility Mm -hmm. on this particular thesis Mm -hmm. uh jessica yaniv we we really have to go back no i'm not going we've already we've we've gone through the entire situation as it revolves around the waxing and punjab and the whole thing yes go ahead what is the percentage of possibility that the whole jessica yaniv thing is performance art we're gonna find out in six months. There's a documentary, a reality series of this person who actually is trying to show how ridiculous this is, and continues zero. to file a loss zero. Really? Zero. Yeah. I'm at at least ten percent. I mean, not only is she, it's the most extreme and ridiculous thing you it's could a cry do. for help. But well, may very well be. That's why I'm only saying ten percent. Yeah. But you don't think there's any percentage possibility that this is like, let's say, almost a conservative activist. Who's living who's
0: we're not living that, this life we're to not prove that how
1: ridiculous this is. We're not that creative. Really? We're just not that creative, no. Uh-uh. It would be a good series. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know what? I, think about this. Our own Steven Crowder. Now, I don't believe he's asked for any waxing. We'd have to ask Steven if this has happened. He went in for a pregnancy test. But check. he did go in for a pregnancy test, dressed as a woman, while clearly a man, mm-hmm. to to us a Planned Parenthood, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And I believe... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he actually acquired actual
0: pregnant urine. Yeah, he tested positive for pregnancy. And tested positive for pregnancy at a Planned Parenthood. Yeah, now, that's not possible for a man. No Whoa. matter what anyone says to you, mm. that is not possible for a man. <laughs> I can't believe you have to uh, say that. That I have to say that? <laughs> you have to say that. I know, it's uh, crazy. By the way, that's not possible for a man to be pregnant, and I want people to know that. Can you imagine, if I'm a time traveler, all I'm doing is I'm going and I'm playing my show <laughs> back to my audience twenty years ago. Oh yeah, that's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You want to know how bad it's going to get? Listen to this. Th- this is this is my actual show in twenty five years. Nobody would believe it. Nobody would believe Nobody it. Nobody would believe it. So you don't think there's any mm-hmm. chance of that? No. I no. mean, it would be a great it would be a great series. It would be. This is a cry for help.
1: Was a cry for help. This the person
0: car- is. I. I think it would be much more likely that we find this person dead by their own hand sometime in the future.
1: Oh gosh. I mean, that's. Uh, they turned that one. Turned that little bit a little dark. I was, I was having some fun with it, and you. You kind of brought it to the. The darkest... Always ends with a bullet to that. (laughs) It does with you. It really does. does.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I just think there are some really sick people right now. Some really sick people. And some people that are really, really miserable. Did you see the guy who has... I think he had 6,000 plastic surgeries to look like the Ken doll. Yeah, yeah. And now he's like, I'm a woman and I've always been more like Barbie than Ken. Now, sweetheart, no... Yeah yeah you're not Ken or Barbie. You're you have you have some sort of disorder that is causing you to think that you will find your your happiness in looking a different way, but once you complete from going from Ken to Barbie, you're going to be just as miserable. Mm. And I just I feel like we are a society that is just cruel. We're being cruel to people by, by allowing them to live these lives where, oh, yeah, I'm a man and I can get pregnant. Oh, yeah, I'm a man with all my junk and I can't go swimming today. I'm upset a little bit because I can't go swimming today because if you're menstruating, uh, you can't get in the pool and I'm menstruating. Dude, if you're if you're bleeding from downstairs, OK, with male junk, go see a doctor. You're not men- menstruating. You, Go see a doctor. i have a lacerated kidney. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, really bad. And we're just doing so much damage to people. We've gone on from our children giving them all trophies and saying they're all special. Now, some of them suck. Oh, yeah. A lot of them do. Yeah. A lot of, the, a lot of kids are terrible. Yeah. Uh, and some of them in our own family. I mean, I got four. <laughs> well, I got four. Hey, do you want to name names or, or? Uh, i don't think i need to i think they know so so you know we, we're giving them we're giving them hope false hope we're telling them that oh they're spectacular oh yes you could win on american I-. no you can't you suck now you don't have to say it that way but we don't tell our children the truth anymore we don't teach them the truth and gee we wonder why suicide is going up. Yeah, you're going to be incredibly disappointed when you realize, you know,
1: you're not Rihanna. That's not you. And it it shouldn't
0: be you. You, you be you. Rihanna is Rihanna. You be you. And And, you know, it started out as, hey, I got to be who I am. Okay, be who you are. But if you're like, I'm actually a woman and I'm menstruating, even though I haven't had any junk removed dude that's not you that's not you that's a lie and it's a dangerous lie and we are enabling really dangerous things for very sad people stop it we're not helping we are not helping we are hurting people you say you have compassion compassion requires truth back in a minute You know, it's interesting to me. I think the um, I, I think the the GOP should answer this question about John Bolton one way. John Bolton has uh, said he would testify if he was subpoenaed. So, are you going to call him? This is the only answer. Um, right now, there is nothing facing the Senate because the House has not sent over the impeachment uh, to the House or to the Senate. So. As soon as we get the articles of impeachment, then we can talk about it. Up until now, up until then, you should just talk to Nancy Pelosi. He said she could subpoena, and he would answer. So go ahead, subpoena him in the House. This isn't an issue in front of the Senate yet. Yeah, it's true. That's it. There's no process to be had. Yeah, that's it. And it it shuts it all down and goes right back. Tensions are rising now, and things are getting hot on the GOP Senate. No, no, it's not. No, we, we don't have anything to act on. No reason to talk about it right now. Yeah. No reason,
1: and there is reason for the House to talk about because, as you point out, they don't. They just because they've turned in the articles of impeachment does not mean they cannot call uh, Bolton as as a witness. They could still do it. They could still open these things right back up and do it if they wanted to. There's obviously other things at play. They're just playing politics.
0: So let's look right now at the the political uh, state of the Democratic Party. Uh, Stu just made some changes to our big board here in the studio of. Here are the front runners. Yeah, they got a shot. The next category is, I mean, maybe if everything goes right. Mm, eh, probably not. Uh, no. And dropped out. <laughs> the dropped out is turning into almost like a empire state
1: building type it really of tower. Is. That's amazing. There's a lot Look of candidates. Look at how many candidates. Yeah, I mean, we have six and 15, 18 that have dropped out there, and uh, we're really
0: only down to two, four, six, eight, nine candidates. You know, that are even that really have any kind of chance at all. Uh, But your top four are the ones that are probably going to make all the difference, at least in the first three. Usually it is decided by South Carolina. Um, However, let's look at Iowa. Iowa could go for Joe Biden, although he's trailing. Um, uh, Uh, Although he's he's had a couple good polls lately. The, The polling
1: average actually has him leading now in Iowa. Um, though, again, you know, these things are very close. Like right now, the i 538's average of polls has Biden at twenty two, Sanders at twenty point four, and Buttigieg at eighteen point nine. And Buttigieg has fallen off a little bit. He was leading early December, um, by yeah, you know, a few points. I mean, four or five points on average. Um, but he's fallen off a little bit, and I don't think there's a path for Buttigieg to win the nomination without Iowa. No, he has to he win has Iowa. He has to win Iowa because he more won't, than anybody else in the field. He
0: won't win New Hampshire, and he won't win South Carolina. He, I, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's not doing terribly
1: in New Hampshire. He's, you know, South Carolina. New Hampshire's going to go for, for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. And that's, again, Warren's path there is... Closes. Closed. And And the thing is, if Sanders can win in Iowa, you think it probably closes the path for Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, Warren to be the nominee. Mm-hmm. Uh Sanders is a quirky enough candidate that he might be able to go back and win New Hampshire after losing Iowa. I don't think that's the same for for Warren. I not I don't think that's true. Um right now in in New Hampshire, Joe Biden at 21.1, Sanders at 21. Warren is at 14.7, judge 13. I mean, it's not a so question. If, if could win. Bernie
0: Sanders people could convince the caucus to throw Elizabeth Warren under the bus and go with him. And remember, uh, the caucus is different. Like, you
1: don't go into a closed booth and no, pull it's, it's not how this thing it's works. It's weird. It's a weird conversation, basically. And everyone kind of knows where the c- candidates stand. And they ask you, do you want to change? Are you changing your support? You have an opportunity to change your support. So if you see Biden is up by two over Sanders and you're a Warren supporter, you may very well switch over to uh, Sanders to to try to give him the win. Right. um, Because you'd rather have Sanders than Biden, even though he's not your first choice. Correct. So that's why Sanders does very well in caucuses and did very well against Clinton in caucuses last time. Did not do so well in primaries. Um, but, you know, he, the caucus is a good opportunity, again, San, for Sanders to actually take a lead here. One of the interesting things that could present itself is, let's say, a Buttigieg win in Iowa, mm-hmm. a Sanders win in, in in New Hampshire, very plausible. And a Biden win in South Carolina. Well, and you're forgetting about Nevada, which you could see a Warren win in Nevada, and then a uh, a Biden win in South Carolina— then you've got Super Tuesday, which is when, essentially, Bloomberg enters the race with $250 million spent in those states. That is, like, the ultimate chaos situation and totally the thing I'm rooting for because it would be really fun. <laughs> I mean, that is, like, uh, that is a, a not only a political nerd dream, but also the dream of someone who, who just wants to see chaos in the Democratic Party. Uh, so you look at that field, and I think that's what you have if you want to talk outlier possibilities here, uh Amy Klobuchar's polling lately is coming up. She's she seems to be making a little bit of a push in Iowa. She doesn't need to win Iowa. If she can finish in the let's say the top 3 in Iowa, that's going to be something very positive for her and she might be able to have a little bit um some legs going forward. Uh and Bloomberg of course comes in on Super Tuesday. It's a, it's a you know, you know obviously this didn't work for Giuliani trying to run late, but Giuliani was no billionaire. He didn't spend
0: 250 million dollars on the campaign. Ken and Bloomberg if you're a fractured, states. if mm-hmm. you're fractured with everybody, yep, it, it could work this time. I mean, I, I could easily see a different winner in every single f- uh, of the four first states. Because one of the biggest union states is Nevada, and Warren
1: does very well with unions. Now, so does Sanders, and it kind of strikes me to think if Sanders wins one of those two states, Sanders probably will also win Nevada. But it's, but, does are people convinced that Sanders could beat Trump? You know, I don't know how you could be. I, I mean, he seems to me to be among the worst uh, uh, right. opportunities. I think, look, I've been clear about this for many, many years, and I think it's totally true, and it was true, I believe, in the Clinton-Trump election. When it gets down to one versus one, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Any candidate can beat the other candidate when it's essentially one versus one. Um, and when you get to the point where it's, it's you know, don't dismiss Sanders or Warren if they get up against Uh, Donald Trump like I think the perfect candidate for Donald Trump to face off against is Elizabeth Warren if you could design a candidate that Donald Trump could defeat most easily I think it would be Elizabeth Warren that being said if the economy has a bad quarter before the election everything's up in the air Mm -hmm. if if, you know if If war war happens or a terrorist attack who knows yeah all these things and even you know a, a, a weird controversy at the last minute who knows what happens but that's why it's kind of like you get nervous if a Sanders or a Warren becomes the nominee because God forbid one of
0: them win, they are real, especially Sanders is a real uh, ideologue. I, I don't know about you, but Joe Biden, the only thing I worry about with Joe Biden is who he picks as vice president. Because I, I honestly, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I just don't see him, uh, I, I could see him retiring in the first two years or mm. you know, uh, or not being he doesn't you know, he's strong. slipping. He's slipping. He's not strong. It's. I mean, it's he's it, 80. And again, like you could say, oh, well, you're just
1: criticizing some old Democratic no. guy. Well, I would not say the same about Sanders. Sanders heart is having all sorts of issues, but he seems to have tons of energy. And Correct. he's he's saying the same socialist things he was saying in
0: 1981. Right. So you kind of I mean, and Sanders does have he does have energy that Joe Biden doesn't. No, I know. I mean, you know, say what you want about Bernie Sanders and his heart. That's not a good thing. That's not a good sign. But that guy is just like the Energizer Bunny. He yeah. just goes and goes. And he's like Donald Trump. And Trump is the same way. Trump yeah. is the same way. Just never stops. Joe Biden is, is, doesn't look healthy. He doesn't. You know, he just he looks like, you know, an 80 year old that is, you know, towards the end. I mean, and then you look at the polling averages.
1: Biden leads in Iowa by a tick. Biden leads in New Hampshire by a tick. He leads a ton in South Carolina. He leads nationally 27 to 18 over Sanders. Warren at 15, Buttigieg at 7. I mean, it's just like he, again, this has been his to lose this entire time. Uh, And he's really good at losing. I mean, he's done nothing but lose every time he's run for president uh, in embarrassing fashion most of the time. Here... He's holding the lead, I think, just because these other candidates are are so crazy, so bad. Like it's hard to unify around somebody like, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. So the categories we have is front runners. We have Biden and Sanders there. Sanders still, I mean, he's right there in both of the early states and his second place nationally. Uh, Yeah, they've got a shot. Is the next category Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg are there? The next one is i mean maybe if everything goes right we have amy klobuchar and michael bloomberg and bloomberg is a real wild card here. show me the show me the path for amy i think amy is is well winning iowa puts her in the in the picture she's currently uh she'd be currently fifth however rising and if she is if something happens let's say where joe biden really screws up and his uh, you know his appeal were to fall apart klobuchar and buddha would be the the candidates for that lane mm-hmm. um but you're right biden has to fall apart for that to happen that's not impossible even this close i mean because february 3rd it's the Come day on. after the super bowl by the way is is the iowa caucus then you have um uh Amy klobuchar it's it's unlikely but i i'm keeping her in that category the next one is eh, probably not Cory Booker, can't believe he's, he's still in. Still, I, I can't believe it either. Tom Steyer, who I think would have a better chance if it wasn't for Bloomberg. He's doing running the same campaign as Bloomberg with yeah, yeah. the money and everything. He's much more liberal than Bloomberg, but also That's has, saying something. Yeah, but he has no personality. Yeah, uh, so he's in real trouble. And Andrew Yang, I think you can un, you can say I'm being unfair by putting him in category four of five here. His fundraising was excellent. 16 million dollars. He he's it, I think third or fourth in the fundraising. You see the whipped cream incident. I did. That's why he's in. Eh, probably yeah. not. Yeah. No, the, yeah, the whipped cream thing was weird. I like Andrew Yang. Kind I do, too. Of. I, like he seems like a likable guy. His policy uh, positions, though, are not nearly socialist enough for this field. And, I, you know, like he can, he's I mean, got he's a businessman. I mean, he's yeah.
0: he's still very, very left. And I wouldn't want his policies, you know, uh, because I think some of his policies are really bad economically. Yeah. Um, but he's at least a. Uh, uh, an, an understandable guy uh, a guy who you know you're like ah, i could i could talk to him yeah and you he's, know you could have a real conversation with him yeah and he seems to be somewhat respectful of conservatives
1: but i mean like look at his policy prescriptions yang talks nonstop about universal basic income which sounds mega super super liberal and is in my mind i don't like the policy however part of his policy is also getting rid of like every welfare policy in the united Correct. states and there's no way the Democratic Party Never. Of, tw- of any year, but certainly Never. not 2020, is going to be like, yeah, let's get rid of uh, food stamps and welfare and uh, Medicaid and all of these other but things. let me ask you
0: this. Mm-hmm. L- which party is in real trouble? You have Joe Biden, the last gasp of the old Democratic Party. Okay. Uh, you have Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. uh, Let's just let's just stick to the top five: Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, socialist, socialist. socialist. Yes, they're not traditional American uh, political entities. They're socialist. Then you have Pete Buttigieg, a guy who's really there because nobody knows anything about him. Now he looks, he seems to be smart, but has no record, right. nothing none, to criticize because he's never done really Correct. anything. Okay, so he's he's a really a non-entity and an identity politics candidate Correct. as well. Correct. Uh, then you have um, Michael Bloomberg, who I guess and Tom Steyer could be categorized in the Joe Biden, but they're not really. I mean, Steyer's really more of a Sanders yes. Warren type of guy, but he's, Correct. you know, just because he has a lot of
1: money, he seems to be more on that side. I mean, I guess. what is
0: the future of this party I mean, that's a bad, in that's America? A bad
1: that's a bad field right there. That's really bad. I mean, Buttigieg and Klobuchar, maybe Klobuchar, you could say, okay, you can kind of see the future. I don't know, maybe. Maybe you think Cory Booker? I mean, he's never proven anything. Horrible. I mean, the rest of this field. I mean, Bennett. I mean, Gabbard is just so out of the step with the party at this point. Uh, you know, she's too well liked by you know moderates and conservatives, and I think she's got some good qualities, but she's not going to win this primary. Delaney still in it. Patrick still in it. Deval Patrick is still in this, and Marion Williamson, who's laid off her entire campaign staff, still continues to be active. Uh, it, but like I mean, and yoga classes. Well, yes, yes. (laughs) Well, she also sells essential oils. Yeah, so (laughs)
0: we got that going for us. America, you know. Back in the uh, 1860s, Gettysburg is what brought America back together. It was the beginning of the healing, and we hope that that will be the case again. Restoring the Covenant is uh, my latest uh, effort on the summer, and this year it is happening— the event itself is saturday july 4th but there are events that go for a week uh and you can find out all about it there is limited space on this it's in gettysburg if you've never been there it's not a big place Uh, And we would love for you to find out more about it. And if you have intent on coming, please sign up now so we know. Limited space, glenbeck.com slash restore. Go there now. Join us this July 4th, this Independence Week, and restore the covenant. glenbeck.com slash restore. Glenn